The following content has been provided by RWTH, Aachen University. Okay, so this is a, an example of a special purpose tool. You would only use MaxMSP if you wanted to do something with audio, video, video or, or real-time data processing. Otherwise, you wouldn't want to use this. Um, the final example would be um, user interface builders. Of course, when you build an actual software application, hopefully you have some kind of graphical tool available to actually build your user interface. Right? Hopefully you don't need to do this by hand in your code. Um, otherwise, um, I feel for you. And those things are usually part of an integrated inter uh, de development environment, although when you look at how um, interactive websites are built these days, um, the state of affairs is, is pretty abysmal. The uh, software tool chains are not very uh, well integrated yet. Um, but if you get to a native programming language like you know, Visual Studio on, on the PC uh, under Windows or um, Xcode on the Mac, you actually get a very nice packaged um, system where everything is built to work with each other. And the advantage, of course, is if you use this to build your interface, then you are actually building code that can run on your final system, right? So you're building an interface that you can then later make part of your actual shipped product. Um, it gives you the real look and feel, right? So if you build an interface in, let's say, Interface Builder on the Mac, then you are getting the real deal, right? You're getting the exact buttons and scroll bars and menu items and, and dialog boxes and so on and checkboxes that look and behave exactly as they will in the final product. It's also comparatively easy to then add vertical functionality because vertical functionality means implementing the code behind your interface. And that's just what you do in those IDEs. The disadvantage, of course, is that you are typically tying yourself down to one window system and its toolkit, which means if you want some fancy kind of control that you've seen on, I don't know, one uh, platform, let's say you've seen, I don't know, on a Windows platform, and it's not available, in the IDE on the Mac, then you're kind of stuck. You can't do it there. Um, so here's an example of how that might look. Um, this is a screenshot of Interface Builder on the Mac. Uh, let me explain what you see here. This whole picture, this whole image here is your IDE, right? Um, where you develop your code. And right now, the various parts of your code are in here. So there's code here in source code, uh, a header file, and, a, and, a, and an Objective-C file. Um, Objective-C being the, the variant of, of uh, object-oriented programming language that we, uh, we've used in uh, programming apps on the Mac. And right now, however, we're looking at an XIB file, which is an uh, Xcode interface builder file. And that is the interface in a graphical layout here. So this is sort of your user interface of a little application called Temperature Converter that you are currently building as a developer. Um, so inside this whole thing here, we're currently looking at this sort of as our workspace of our current user interface that we're designing. Now, um, we currently have selected um, the button here, right? The button of our little interface that we're building is currently a selected object, and as a result, the button here has all kinds of attributes that I can set and control, right? So I can tell this button what kind of style should it be. Currently, it's set to be a round rectangle. Could also be a square button if I preferred that or something else. 
we can set what kind of button it is. So currently, it's a button that is a momentary push-in, meaning that it will push in and then pop out again. But I can also change that to be something else. Um, I can say whether it should be bordered, uh, whether it should be semi-transparent, uh, what kind of state it should be in, um, you know, per default, and so on. Uh, then I have here the title. What should it say inside the button? It should say the word, word convert. OK. Um, I can tell whether the text should be aligned. So all the, you know, the, the, the typography and all that can be set here. I can put a button on the, I can put an image on that button and specify what that would look like, where it should be positioned, and how it should be scaled. I can tell what kind of sound I want it to, this button to play when it gets clicked. Um, I can provide a key shortcut equivalent for that button. Um, I can tell what, <coughs> how the button should behave if the text inside it doesn't fit into, um, into it anymore because it gets shrink, shrunk down too far. Uh, currently, it's set to, to wrap around in words. Um, there's more things in here, like even text direction. Should it be left to right, right to left, um, and so on and so on. So that's all the things I can set for that, uh, that button. But something else is currently going on here. Um, I've clicked on that button and sort of done a, uh, I think it's a right click or something like that. Um, and then I'm pulling from that button to a class object in my code. The objects in my, in my code are listed here. They're pulled out of the, the, the source code file um, and automatically analyzed and, and shown here. And I'm pulling this currently to the class temp converter. What that means is that the moment I let go of this, I would get moved to my source code. And it would say, OK, so if the button convert gets pressed, which method would you like to call in the temp converter class? So this is how I can actually wire up the button and what it does with the code that I'm writing. Okay. Um, we'll talk more about this in DIS2 next semester, where you'll learn about how the various uh, user interface toolkits, um, Windows, uh, the whole Java world, um, uh, Mac, but also lots of the others that are around there, how they work and how you actually build the code behind user interfaces. So it's going to be more technical. And I invite you to join us for that class next semester. Uh, for now, I just wanted to show you this as one way to build an interface. Because <coughs> even if I don't have any code implemented, this, this interface already basically works. I can click buttons. I can enter text into fields. It's not going to do anything with it. But it can be used and can be resized. You can see how it behaves when you make it bigger or smaller, those kinds of things. So that's sort of the highest polished level of, of software prototype you can build, because that's, you know, the interface is going to be the same as in your real product. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.